Week seven. Welcome back. Welcome, everyone. We're entering Milford. Episode 15. Big night. Happy Thursday. Uh, my name is Mike Chloe. I'm the host for your evening. Welcome to this sultry Thursday night. Uh, joined by, as always, my number one, Pete DeLuca. How are you from Louisville, buddy? Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Show us those pipes. Steve DeVito. Welcome back, Steve. How are you? Michael, I'm doing great. Thank you. Great to hear. Case, caboose us up, buddy. How's the hot rod tonight? Hot rod sizzling, baby. All right. Uh, awful Thursday night football game, by the way. Terrible. Terrible. Well, it's just a boring game. I didn't see the beginning. Who scored? Uh, one of the running backs. Uh, Case, picks him. Case has picked him up. I'm unsure how that's legal that you could pick up somebody during a Thursday night game. We, we actually talked about a couple of years ago with people when they moved to the Thursday. Like, if we shut out, we start waivers too early. Like, if there's a guy that pops up injury-wise on Friday, like, you're host. So, that's why we kept that open. Oh, Remember, right. we had that. Yeah. I think it's usually been a gentleman's rule that says don't pick up a guy during the Thursday night games. But you know Brian Casey. He's no gentleman. Violates it. I'm pretty sure, though. Dalton Schultz last week. DeVito. But I'm pretty sure you cannot. Like a second. Dalton Schultz played on Sunday. But I'm pretty sure you cannot play him, correct? Yeah, you can't play him. Can't play him. Right. So you can pick him up. You just can't play him. Yeah. He's on my roster technically next week. And it was Gusecki you picked up on Thursday. But I couldn't play him. Who also played Sunday. I don't think this is the right analogy. I'm with you on this, DeVito. You know you and me are arch nemesis now, but I'm with you on this one. Hey, at least Sheila's got my back. That's all I'm worried about. So Sheila went back to the office for work today, and she she is friendly with a guy I know. And he goes, the guy texted me, and he's like, hey. Um, Stop that. I heard you're not being nice to DeVito. I was like, what? I was like, what is going on? What is happening right now? <laughs> Sheila Clelly, right behind me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Sheila. Always. Always. Anything to just nag at her husband, that's it. All right, before we get into week seven, we've got some excellent research by our assistant head researcher or the associate producer of the podcast, Brian Casey. So, Case, you went through the podcast. You've got a couple of good angles for us. You've got our pick em picks. Pete and I essentially have made every pick every week saying no one would listen, so who cares who we pick? You've listened. Steve? I believe Case would be the assistant to the head researcher. <laughs> Assistant correct, correct. Assistant the executive producer. Thanks, Steve. And then you start to pick up some trends on the season, yes? Yeah. Um, All right, Case, let's hear it. And then we'll get, of course, I don't want people to think we've we've uh, taken away head researcher responsibilities from our executive producer and star of the show, Pete Luca. He's here, folks. His undershirt's not, but his stats will be back. Don't worry. Case. Let's, let's hear from Dwight. What'd you get? Dwight, What'd you get? Absolutely. Absolutely don't want to step on Pete's toes, but I thought like we're, we're sitting here, you know, at a checkpoint, I would say like week six, we're getting close to the halfway point of what we get ready for playoffs, Check trying to point. figure out out there, like whose opinion matters most when we're making our picks, like who's got, who's got some decent credibility when it comes to actually pick. Definitely pick not me. Definitely not me. Yeah. So, so we got, we got none of us. Yeah, <laughs> we got six weeks of picks logged for, for Mike and Pete. And then we got four weeks of pick log for me and three weeks for Steve, who is the newest uh, member of the, of the quad box. Hey Pete, can I make a prediction? Okay. Case definitely did well. Cause if he didn't, he would not have presented. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Case. All right. So before I list the records, all right. Who do you think has the, the most accurate pick percentage? Based off you leading this session, you. Yeah. You. You're wrong. You're wrong, but thanks you. I'm not, not a total front runner here. <laughs> who's, who's got the lowest. I know it's not Steve. me. 
Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, Pete Stamps. So, I, I'm awful. Yeah, I know I am. Through, through six weeks, and this isn't an every week segment, we'll just kind of check in once check in a while, in. but um, with a record of 20 and 10 and a six, 67% win percentage, Mike Colelli is wow. number one in the pick'em. Uh, closely behind him, Mike, is myself at 65% with a 13 and seven record. DeVito at nine and six at 60%. So smaller sample size, but still over, over 50. And then Pete sitting there, Captain Mediocre at 15 and 15, 50%. So <laughs> I'll a true point flip. A true I'll point flip. Yeah. I'll take it. That's incredible. I'm, I'm shocked at 50%. I'm shocked, Pete. I'm shocked at 50%. Yeah. There's got to be someone who Pete has picked way too many times anchoring him down. So I can't wait to hear these next statistics. Oh, yeah. So, so there's some uh, interesting trends that come up as I as I look at this. Um, if you guys could guess who uh, who the highest picked team is of all, all the teams in the league, like who's been picked the most by all picks, who do you guess would be? Me. 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 It is correct. It's Colelli at 18 times. It's me okay. because you never – you pick you went like three weeks without picking yourself. Yes, I think you pick correct. Lloyd to beat you. Hey, we're getting there. Sorry. Not that far-fetched, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. So, Colelli's been the unanimous pick five times. Five times in six weeks he's been a unanimous pick by the entire poll. Wow. And he has a he has a four-and-one record when he's been picked unanimously. Right. right? Wow. Five-and-one overall. Right, Mike? So. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Breen. Um, there are two teams. There are two teams tied for being picked the second amount of times at 15, and that is myself and Pete, okay. as Devito calls us the big three. All right, okay. so that's where we are. The next team that's picked the most, all the way down at nine. All right, so there's a huge gap between wow, the top gap. three. Shocking guys. The Shocking rest. the three people who are on the pod market. Thirteen people. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. All right, everyone's going to know the answer, all right? But do we know who picked Lloyd? He's only been picked once. Pete. Do we know when? Yeah, Pete picked him to beat him. Yep, Pete in week four, right? Pete in week four, which caused, all right, one team who's sitting in third place, Kevin Breen, to never be picked unanimously by the poll. Oh, wow. And that's because wow. Pete, in, Pete in week four picked Lloyd over Breen Wow. Otherwise, he would have one time where he was picked unanimously. Wow. Yeah. So that, that, uh, that kept that trend for coming. So it's only been, um, I think, two teams. I think just Colelli and DeLuca that have been picked unanimously more than one time. Wow. Mike, you're welcome. You're welcome. Great to be here, Pete. It's great to yeah. be here, man. You and me. I kept yep. it unanimous, yeah. <laughs> Pete, look, at us, look, at, look at you and me picking each other every week, buddy. I can't beat it. And Pete's record when he's been picked unanimously four times is two and two. Uh, yeah, so not, not the same win percentage. I hate it. Right. So um, I guess the, the next two teams that have a little bit of an interesting note to them are probably our fastest risers, if you will, sort yeah. of maybe some slower starts. We have Jeff Innes and uh, CJ Spares. Yeah, Spates. I've been um, on Spates like three straight weeks. I've picked him a lot recently. CJ Spares has only been picked six times for a team with, with that record. Okay. And of those six times, there's been one guy that's picked him three times. So without you, Mike, spares would be even lower. See, so you're you welcome, him, Spates. You picked him half the time. I'm saying um, I've been right too. He's been Spates is riding me to the win in this made up league we're doing. I wonder and why you're what? 20 and 10. There you go. Thanks, CJ. 
Secret, and then the last interesting note I have for you is Innis with his fast rise the last couple of weeks through week four, he was only picked twice in any of his matchups, wow. but he's been like a unanimous pick or close to the last couple of weeks. So people have started to rise, ride the uh, big ride trend, if you will, uh, coming in. So those are your pick them facts, Mike. Wow. wow. The jury's you know, out. I got to say, Case, I got to tell you, man, that was better than, than season two, episode 17 of The Office right there. All you needed to do is do a little slam it on the table and you would have been Dwight K. Schrute. That was fantastic. I thought that was great. I thought it was. Great. That was awesome, Casey. Hey, trying Can to be, you do trying that to like, every week or no? Just no. trying to inspire my trying to inspire my little bro. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like to hear it. I like to hear it, Case. I like to see that stuff. Interestingly enough, Brian, you may not have recognized this. You had an excellent transition because you ended your segment with Jeff Innes, which leads beautifully into our preview for week seven. Jeff Innes is on such an ascension. He's found himself in the game of the week. So here we are. We're in week seven. We saw where the league stood after our pre our review. Excuse me, I keep getting the preview review mixed up. The review on Tuesday night. The fans loved Pete DeLuca's performance. We're about to hear from Pete DeLuca again. So, Pete, kick us off week seven, game of the week preview. Brian Casey, Jeff Innes, game of the week. What do you got? I'm much more sober this time around. Bourbon and I do not agree. I, it's not a it's not something I should drink. Are you okay? Are, are we okay? I am sober. Everything's okay. As long oh, as yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I'm, everything's going well. Uh, in the last five years, of course, I only count regular season games. Um, Jeff and Casey played each other only six times during that time. Casey is four and two and Casey has won three straight. Casey's wins are by an average of 44 points. Those are the lot. That's the largest uh, margin of victory over any one team. Jeff's wins are by an average of 37 points. That's the second largest average against any one team. So they've had big blowouts against one another. Mm. Um, after Casey's week one performance, he scored 102 points. If you take that game out, he's averaged 185 points a game, which wow. is by far the most in the league. Wow. Um, if you take Jeff, Jeff had one really bad game. So like do the same thing to him. Uh, his, his bad score was in week two. He scored 94 points. If you take that out, he's scored 165 points. So both teams have really big performances with really just one that's kind of brought him down. Um, I think Jeff is going to be there at the end of the season, but I think Casey's team is really hot. So I'm going to pick Casey and he's the highest scoring team. And I, so I'm going to pick him to boom. Interesting. So Pete, you know who they both had to show up against on the visiting turf. That's why they got blown up. They had the chosen ones week one and week two. Um, so Steve, here we go. Week seven game of the week finds us in an interesting position. Number one team in the league, number four team in the league. If you look at who this team collectively have on buys, and that team on buys is the best team in the league, not even close. So week seven, by Mageddon. Case and Ennis, who you got? Uh, I think it comes back to this scene that keeps popping up. I'm not sure who her first brought it up, but they must have been really, really smart, this whole bench depth idea. Um, <laughs> I really, really like Case's bench depth this week. I like Great. Patterson against Miami. Hopkins and maybe a little revenge game against Houston for one of his starters coming out there could be a big one for him. Uh, how is Derrick Henry going to be after that overtime performance against Buffalo? Is he going to be able to, to come back against Kansas City? They're going to need him because they're going to need to slow down Mahomes. He will run for I, 100 yards. I, I, I don't love Duddy's matchups this week. Obviously, this Thursday night game is not helping his cause. Um, you know, Williams right now hasn't done a heck of a lot. 
and the other thing that, that we got to look at here, so he's got Mitchell going on Sunday night against Indianapolis, uh, against Indianapolis and Samuel. It is going to be beyond the word pouring in that Sunday night game. So that's going to be a slop fest. So that's going to be a tough game. Take a look at the weather trail. Big rain's coming in. Indi- Indianapolis have a dome? They're at San Francisco. Oh, West Coast. No dome. At San Francisco. Big rain's coming on the West Coast, study. So it's going to be tough for uh, for him with uh, the only thing the only advantage he's going to have though is he does have Taylor and Mitchell two running backs playing, so there's an opportunity there. Uh, but I still like Case to win this game. So Steve, is it fair for me to deduce that if that game somehow becomes that game being the Sunday night game, higher scoring than you expect, you think that's the path for Jeff, given he has so many pieces in that game? Yeah. Absolutely. We'll get into my game later, but it, that that rain forecast is a big reason why I sat one of my players coming in. So, yeah, I, I think that's for Duddy. That's going to be a make or break. Um, I just I, that type of rain sloppy. It's, it's going to be tough. But I think Case has more starters playing, which is going to help him get over the top this week. Oh, interesting. All right, Case, I'll let you finish. I'll go next. A plus analysis, by the way, Steve, that's how you bring in your weather expertise, your injury expertise and your bench expertise all into one. Um, I was actually going to pick Innes just because I think there's a couple matchups of cases that I don't love. I'm worried about Derrick Henry because he had like 4,000 carries, but given everything DeVito just said, and that there's apparently some treacherous rainstorm coming West coast. I think that game on Sunday night is going to be low scoring. I don't like what Sam Darnold did last week. And even though the giants think I don't like that start, I don't think this is where my boom is coming from. I don't think this is going to be the highest of scoring games because so many guys are on buys, but I'll take Case and I'll ride DeVito's logic on that one. Steve, A-plus insights, injuries, bench, weather. What else can't the guy do? Case, finish it up. Are you taking the win and extending your uh, first-place reign, or are you in trouble this week? Yeah, we we leaked this sort of preview a little bit uh, the other other night when we were – and this was on the podcast talking about how like the two of us, like if there's a, a game where we match up, where we're both completely worn out by buys, like it's almost better that we're playing each other and just see how it works out. Cause it, it plays better for us in the long run. But the one, the one thing I'll say about Henry and, and everyone saw the yards, he only carried the ball 23 times mm-hmm. on Monday. So like, while there's a lot of yards, there wasn't a ton of carries. He carried the ball more in previous weeks. So, Hopefully that will that will keep him rested up on, on a shorter week. Uh, I know he took today off from practice, but yeah, I mean, I think for the guys that we're putting in there, a lot of them are the, are the same. It's it's flip a coin, it's roll the dice, it's you know, hopefully they catch a, catch a touchdown or, or break one. You know, like I know I have Hunter Henry in there because he's caught a touchdown. I think in the last three weeks, so hopefully that trend continues because I do think that the Jets off of the bye are going to stack the box against. Um, Harris, who he had, in, I think he had in there earlier. If he's not, he's not even on his team. Um, that they're going to have to throw again. They're going to challenge Mac Jones to throw. So hopefully that leads to a, a Hunter Henry touchdown. So that plays off. But I do like my core three versus his core two or three. Um, but the I think the um, Joe Burrow to me I think is going to be the difference maker because. I think while the Baltimore-San Diego game scared me about what that did to the Chargers guys, I think that the Cincinnati-Baltimore rivalry game, and Pete, let me know if I'm accurate in this, is usually higher scoring. Like, it's sort of a rivalry game that's not defensive-oriented. It's offensive-oriented. They go back and forth a ton. So, hopefully that carries us through. That's why I'm playing that guy. So, um, I'm taking myself. 
I love how Pete's become the resident Baltimore expert. He lives I mean, there. I've lived here for a decade. I got a, I got a hot take about teams that are on their buy or teams mm-hmm. that are suffering from a lot of buys and teams that boom that week. I think there's a correlation between the two and I, I haven't tested it yet, but there's something about like you have gaps, you have to fill them, you need to research it. You kind of roll the dice a little bit. And I think that those teams have higher ceilings. And so that's why I'm picking Casey this week. I like it. Yeah. Make me proud, Brian. Make me proud. Yeah. Well, let's see. I hope someone else doesn't make you proud, Pete, a.k.a. yourself. Because I can't believe you and I have the humility to not make ourselves the game of the week. It's really the matchup the league has told me, at least, on the side they've been waiting for. Right. Who's it going to be? The two hosts who have really taken this league from what we were before, a humble <laughs> backyard high school buddies doing a fantasy football league to a mainstream eligible for sponsorship in a podcast form about to go national, even international, with the silky tones of Steve DeVito. Yes, Steve? Correct me if I'm wrong. The boom for this league and this podcast really took off when you added some uh, assistant to the no. hosts. No. The biggest yeah. boom, the biggest boom the statistics. was the biggest boom was zero to one. Show the opposite. All the early ones where it's just Mike and I are way more highly rated. I think you guys were the ones providing the ratings. So maybe when you joined it, you stopped listening. Well, Pete, the last couple of weeks it's risen up. I don't know, Pete. We got to battle the OGs, buddy. Kalali and Deluca. We're going in opposite directions. Give us the preview, though. What are you seeing? What do you think, Mike? I was kind of surprised looking at this one. You'd be. I bet you you beat me. Yeah, um, we played each other six times. I'm five and one against yeah. you. I've won three straight. My average wins are only by 11 points. Your one win was by nine points. That was week nine of 2018. So you haven't beat me in a couple of years. Not a while. Um, my average score has dropped 71 points since week oh. two. That's a free fall. Um, Mike, you were averaging 173 points for the first month. Then you had back-to-back boom games. Mm-hmm. And since then, you've been averaging 136 points a game. So your right. average score is down about 30 points. Correct. Um, so I'm at about 165 a game. You're at about 161. I, I can't buy a win. I'm very unlucky. So I'm going to go with the my opponent until until I win a game. So I'm picking you. All right. Cop-out move if I've ever heard Maybe, of maybe uh, reverse jinx or something. You're trying another reverse jinx. All right, Case, we'll bring you in second on this one. What do you think? Two guys who you really hope you can be in the podcasting world. You got to pick one of us. I promise Pete and I are not sensitive guys. So if we ever pick, we won't be mad. Go ahead, Kate. Who's a parent? Choose a parent. I would uh I would say that this might have been the marquee matchup if Pete wasn't just completely free flown. Yes, if, if Pete hadn't had a nervous breakdown on Tuesday's pod, the rumors are this would have been the game. My life is collapsing around me. <laughs> free falling by Tom Petty. This segment's brought to you by Strawberries. Get all your CD and DVD needs at oh, Strawberries. Strawberries. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Pete, though, I got a hunch this week. And I'm actually going with you, okay? And here's and here's why. I think Kaleli yeah. and Davido might be able to film this better because there's a lot of Q tags on the old uh, Chosen Ones roster this week. Yeah, I've noticed. I that don't like Saquon thoughts. coming back off the ankle. I don't think he's going to get a full workload. The Mooney play is that's a hit or miss. I think they're going to miss at Tampa Bay. Um, Julio Jones hasn't been very reliable. Um, nope. The Hill versus Tennessee stuff. I mean, who knows? But I think that Pete in desperation of not losing a fifth straight game, all right, has done 
extra work in Louisville where he's had nothing to do but sit in his room and look at fancy football stuff. So I think he's picked the right matchups. He's going to hit, and he's going to take this one this week. I'm taking the crush. My little brother's going to come through this week. Thank you for that, Brian. But I have done zero research. <laughs> you were, maybe that's maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe you just have to just put your thing. I did you the opposite. Were, <laughs> you were on the pod on Tuesday night, right? You saw Pete. <laughs> I was definitely not doing research Tuesday night. Uh, sometimes, no. sometimes, Mike, you got to get yourself all the way to the bottom <laughs> to come back up. <laughs> then you then you know you got nowhere else to go. But uh, I decided to just do the opposite of whatever I uh, I was doing the last month. But honestly, when you look at my roster, um, I didn't really have any other considerations to make. I, I really wanted to play Jamison Crowder for the first time in a while. Um, Michael Pittman had a really tough matchup against San Francisco. Tyler Boyd at Baltimore, I didn't like. I wasn't playing Brady. I was, I'd rather play Lamar. I think he has a higher ceiling. Kyle Pitts, I kind of considered for a second going against Miami, but I still want to see it off a of bye. I, I kind of forget the breakout that happened in London. Um, and Gronk is questionable. So I wasn't really looking at that. So um, I, I played Crowder, and then I had uh, – the really the only thing was do I play Landry tonight or do I play or Crowder on Sunday? And I think I, I went Crowder on Sunday. So, so um, far, that was so far that was the right choice. Pete. Steve, Steve, let's bring you in. Which which thought? Well, Case stole the thunder of what I was going to say here. And your five questionable tags, and of those five questionable tags, Barkley has not. I don't see Barkley playing this week. But you do have Booker, so you can I put Booker. Him in. Yeah, Barkley. I actually prefer if Barkley doesn't play this week. The, the the thing that worries me though is that all of these guys are you know, one play away from coming out. Julio with his hamstring, which seems like Julio has a hamstring injury every year. Um, you know, Tyreek, we say this all the time that he's questionable, but is he, he going to play? Is he not going to play? Who knows what's going to happen with him? I'm sure he'll be fine. I mean, I, I would love looking at the, at the matchups here, you know, I do think Pete has an opportunity here to have some guys that could go off. Um, I'm taking DeLuca. I think the questionable tags are tough here for Mike. Um, and some of the matchups that Mike has are a little difficult as well. I'm not, I'm not high on Edmonds this week. Um, that shoulder injury is, has plagued him for a while. So I'm, I'm going to take Pete. Pete. Hey, thank you, Steve. You know what's you know what's interesting too is we both we have Julio and AJ Brown and with with them both being questionable if one of them gets hurt in, the, in that cake matchup yeah. the other one's gonna get peppered so it might come down to something as simple as that yeah um, so that'll be interesting to see there is a world where I don't play Julio so I haven't set my lineup yet this week because there's still I I, agree, I have a lot of injuries at the moment I hope Saquon doesn't play and I don't have to deal with that and then Booker can be in. I'm a little surprised you guys don't think I have good matchups though. Kyler's playing nothing about your matchups, but Kyler's playing Houston. Houston is going to be down 28 to nothing. So Cooks is going to get 15 targets again. Tyree Kill is matchup proof. Devonta Adams is playing Washington, who gets blitzed every week. I, I don't know if I'm, I'm usually very confident that I'm going to win. I like stood on the table with my pants off saying I was going to be Breen. Pete has a good team. So I think the game's going to be very close. I think my Good players are better than Pete's good players. And yeah, so I'm going to take myself because I think there's – I'm a little – I don't – I still don't know if I'm going to play Julio. There's a couple of moves and guys out there that I could see myself streaming. I might cut Tim Patrick tonight. Like, there's a bunch of moves I think I could make that get me guys. I love the Mooney play this week. Tampa Bay has no secondary. I, I, Tampa Bay is going to score a ton of points. 
I don't know. If you made me bet today, which is what we do on this pod, I'm going to take myself. I'm picking myself to boom. I think I have a bunch of good matches. Oh. So I'm taking myself. I'm making the guys galvanized behind this. And you know what I'm sensing, Pete? I'm sensing some jealousy from Case and DeVito that they're trying to come after me. <laughs> I'll take it personal, Mike. Well, hey, you got to have confidence, Mike. Good for you. you I got know? it. I'm bringing it. I'm going myself and I'm going boom of the week. There we you gotta go. Believe. You got to believe it's the time of the year. Yes, case. Uh, I was just going to say the other thing I'll do now is I'll start tracking who we pick for booms and locks too. Oh, that's a good call. Our hit percentages on that stuff too. Oh, I didn't good call. zero. <laughs> no, no, it's not zero. No, it's not zero. Last week I feel like multiple guys had in this. I don't think you were one of them. No, no, I, I don't. Me and Devito hit on the boom last week, but right. I'm not going to count that. It's going to be moving forward. All right, let's get um, let's get to the third game of the week. So that one was a split. I love splits. We very rarely have splits. So two and two. I'm glad we got that. You and I, Pete. Um, we need a host. Third game of the week this week comes to us with third place Kevin Breen against a struggling Andy DeVita. Will this be redemption week for DeVita, or will he finally answer a text message because he's trying to trade his guys when he falls to one and six? Pete, preview us, Breen, DeVita. In the last five years, Andy and Breen have played each other nine times. Kevin is six and three during that time, but DeVita has won the last two. Kevin's wins are by an average of 33 points. Andy's wins are by an average of 37 points. So similar to the uh, the previous matchup, big wins against one another. And it's only, Breen's only six and three against him. So Davida's held his own. Um, we know Davida's been struggling. He's averaged 152 points the first three weeks. So the first half of the season. Since then, he scored 110 points a week. So he is the lowest scoring team over the last well, not the lowest scoring team. I actually didn't look that up, but he is one of the lowest scoring, lower, lower scoring teams in the last three weeks. Um, Breen averages 139 points. He blew up for 168 against Mike. Obviously, he came back down to earth. Um, Davida would have outscored him last week, and so I needed an upset. So I'm going to pick him. He's my upset of the week. I will take Andy. Pick Pete. Keep it in the family, buddy. So, no. Case, I, I got bad news. I don't even look at the matchup yet. It's my cousin. You know. You know who's in the starting lineup right now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ooh. And, and I tell you what, if the guy takes him out and puts in JD McKissick, Andy, I'll text you at, oh, yeah. after so, the show. So at least I knew you got it. All right. Just do it and see what happens. McKissick, I, I think Gibson might be out too. McKissick would be like a, a pretty good play. He scored big last week. He it's scored the Rager big breakout. Week. The Rager breakout's going to happen. And the thing that, if that's true, Mike, if that's trending true, Mike, on Twitter, Pete, I just saw a regular breakout trending on Twitter. TCU pride, man. That guy can ball. If that's true and Breen loses Gibson, he's only got two guys to pick from. One, one of them is Bray, uh, Brian Edwards and then Terrence Marshall because he continues to hold on to guys and he's got both Brown guys out. Why? So Why? I think, I think the return to Ridley will be big. I still think if Andy – gets Rager out of his lineup and maybe makes one move. And I know that he's being reached out to by several people. He still has a shot to get into the playoffs. If he starts winning now, if he goes another week without and he goes to one and six, he ain't going to make it. He might as well just continue to not listen and play Rager every week. So I am also taking DeVita this week as my upset of the week. Cause I think Breen's team is just losing his two best players. And Andy gets one of his big guys back and he actually put in Shepard this week, I think he's going to have enough to carry him over um, in a, what we call a Kevin Breen low-scoring affair. So I'm taking DeVita with the upset. 
All right, Steve, bring us home here with the third pick of it. We've got a couple injuries on Breen's squad. We've got a potential injury to a guy on Breen's squad that could get McKissick. So what are you thinking about the injuries and weather in this game and who you're picking to win? I'm with Case. Uh, I think on Breen's team, the Gibson injury is going to be tough. Um, please take Jalen Rager out of the game. Or Naheem Hines. I mean, flip a coin who you want to take out. Put McKissick in. Breen is going to have a problem. So if Stevens, if he keeps Stevenson in his lineup and Gibson is hurt, Marshall has a concussion and hasn't practiced all week and is unlikely to clear the concussion protocol. So he's got one guy left on his bench. So the problem that Breen's going to face is unless he plans on dropping one of these guys or making a deal here, which is highly unlikely, um, I'm taking Davida in my upset of the week as well. Yeah. So uh, well, you guys know if all I was four guys take him, is it an upset? Validation right there. You guys know I was going to pick DeVita on Tuesday. And it was mostly on two things. Ridley was back. And you're Breen still was, pissed. And you're and, still pissed at Kevin. No, I get over that. And Breen was struck by the injury bug. And I thought Gibson was going to be – that doesn't seem like Gibson's going to be actually just click that little blue button on Yahoo. I didn't do any research. I just clicked the button. Um, the fact that all you Jamokes just took DeVita – and we're saying we need him to change two guys in his lineup. I think we're underweighting two guys, and we haven't brought him up once. Breen still has Mahomes. And one, the one thing about the Bucks they've done is Brady has switched guys game to game. So if he gets a good Mike Evans game, which is possible because he did it against me, Evans I think had like 40 points. I'm going to take Breen. Can I consider it an upset because you guys all didn't pick Breen and I'm going to pick Breen? But I'm going to pick Breen only because I'm going to just essentially ride the wave of you all picking DeVita. And I think Breen, we've doubted him too much. I'm taking Kevin. By projected points, Mike, he is the underdog. So Wait, by Pete's logic, I can say it's an upset. Pete, can I say it? No, seating only, standings. Oh, all right. All right, well, let's get to the next game where we've last got time, a – Last time you did that, Mike, you were the lone wolf. You picked CJ by himself, and he upset. You were, you, you, you're a lone wolf again. You should howl it up. Oh, oh, oh. Kevin, I'm sorry. I made you feel bad about yourself, even though you probably don't listen to this and couldn't care less what we say about you. Oh, 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 oh. Has he right. listened? Has anyone talked to him? He listens. He texted me one time about a take I had, and he said he agreed with me. Nice. He, te he texted me before our matchup, Pete. No, so he's still there. Oh, I never Mike, am I allowed to name this next game? Uh, sure. What do you want to name it? It's the Grande La Cabeza game. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Grande La Cabeza game, sponsored by Tostitos. Grande La Cabeza. Check your head at the door. All right, next game, guys. Big one. To be no, it's not sponsored by Tostitos. It's sponsored by Fathead. Oh, that's a great one. You got way too many sponsors. I'm very confused by the numbers. All right, we got DeVito. We got to Darren. One. I don't think DeVito. If you want an oversized sticker on your wall, call Fatheads. I don't think Darren's <laughs> head is as big as it used to be. Nah, but he's got like a man bun thing going on now, doesn't he? I don't know. I, last time I talked to him, his hair was like exceptionally like long and greasy, but whatever. All right, we got DeVito. Got and mustard. De in. DeVito and Darren. We've got the seven seed. We've got the eight seed. We've got two and four versus one and five. We have a point differential between these two teams of 20 on the year. On paper, this looks like potentially the closest game of the week. At the moment, the Yahoo standings are saying as such where they're calling it a five-point difference from projected scores. Pete, what do you have? DeVito, Darian, give us your preview. DeVito, off the top of your head, I want to know what do you think. Owned him or no? Have I owned him? No. Yeah. 
Who do you think he's oh, got? Not. Fair, not owned him, whatever. I think he's owned me. All right. Uh, they played each other eight times, Christian, six and two against you. But Steve has won the last one. That was 165 to 141. That was week 13 of last year. Christian's wins are by 26 points. Steve's wins are by 17 points. So it's pretty, uh, pretty even. He's got two wins, so it's not like it's been blowout. So um, they've each held their own against one another. Um, I think it's a must win for both teams. Yeah. I think they both need W's now. Um, Steve lost five straight to Christian at one point. And I'm not really sure whether or not either team is a contender or a pretender. So I'm going to pick DeVito just because I don't like Christian. <laughs> what are you I really you like mean? Steve. I really like Steve. So okay, go with that. Uh, nepotism. Chase, what do you think? Gaggle Steve. You know, it's funny, too, because I, I was looking at this stuff earlier today, and I actually liked DeVito's gamble on Ayuk not – Beckham and he switched it and obviously Beckham is in the process of flopping right now but exactly. even with even with that okay I still like <clears throat> DeVito's stack putting up points at Detroit I think Metcalf is going to score this week even with Gino under center in New Orleans and having on Monday night I think is going to be what's going to separate the game I like I said earlier when I thought that Harris played for for, for Ennis um Harris, I think, is going to get the box stacked against him. I think Kamara is going to go off, but I think that's not enough. Unless Sutton gets some garbage time touchdown like he's got in the last couple of weeks where he's been a factor, I don't think the Bees have enough to keep up with the surging bungles. So I'm going with DeVito. Ooh. All right, Steve, I'll let you finish because it's your game of the week. It's happening again, guys. I'm lone wolfing it. This is my upset pick of the week. I'm taking Darren. Darren to me, still has caught some of the worst breaks. And his best players haven't gotten one going yet. Hertz is a bad NFL quarterback. Hertz is a great fantasy quarterback. I think that's a pretty high-scoring game. He's got some Allen Robinson action. I talk about the depleted Buck secondary, which I still think will de be depleted. I do think it comes down to Monday night. I agree with Case. I love Pete. You know me, man. You and I have been going on this for a while. I love games that come down to Monday night. And I think the very simple question is, would I rather on Monday night want to have my guy catching passes from Geno Smith or my guy being the starting running back for the Saints off of a bye? I'll take the guy who's a running back for the Saints off a bye. Based off what Pete told me I'm allowed to do, standings only, this is my upset of the week. I'm taking to Darren. Steve, to you. So the reason for the, the Beckham-Ayuk swap is what we talked about earlier with the monsoon potential in San Francisco on Sunday night. I didn't um, know about the weather, yeah. Steve. Right. So the, the, the Beckham look here is, is it's not a, it's not a good look early on here. You know, Hilton's hurt. He's probably not going to play. Galladay is not going to play. So uh, trying to find, I don't know, maybe a, a one-off here where Beckham catches a long pass from, from Keenum, but it hasn't happened so far. Um, I will say this. The one thing that I'm looking at in this matchup, um, Robinson at Tampa Bay, I agree, Mike. They have a terrible secondary, but Justin Fields can't throw the ball right now. Justin they're, not Fields letting, they're not letting him. Right. They're not it, letting him throw the ball. It's very similar to what's happening here, where they're just they're, – they're, uh, it's a tight leash right now. Um, you know, Williams is a, is, a, is a wild card against Tennessee. Uh, the Hurts thing – 
I wouldn't be shocked if Hertz comes back to earth this week at Vegas. Because Vegas shut down Denver on the road last week. I wouldn't be shocked if at home uh, Vegas shuts down Hertz, who's traveling to Vegas. That wouldn't shock me, but I agree. He's what, a good so when, you say sh- when you say shut down Hertz, what do you mean? Uh, I don't think he's going to score 25 points. I could see him scoring 18. But when you say, like, what sort of stat line is Hertz going to have? Well, I mean, think of it this way he's thrown under 200 yards the last two weeks. Yep. And he still scores so, 25 points. Yep, but that's because he had two rushing touchdowns. Yep. I don't think he has two rushing touchdowns this week. Maybe he gets one. Maybe he throws for a touchdown. Maybe. I also wouldn't be shocked if you see another week for him where he throws for 150 yards and two picks. So um, I do like the stack. Waller, I think, is going to annihilate Philadelphia. They are terrible against tight ends. So I could see Waller going off against tight ends there. Um, you know, is Higgins going to be able to catch some more balls instead of Chase? So is the Baltimore defense going to focus on Chase, take him away, and maybe that gives Higgins some opportunities? I do think it's going to be close. Um, I don't have any injury tags. Christian does have an injury with Hawkinson, and he hasn't been playing well recently either. Um, but I'm going to take Christian. I think he's going to end up wow. in this week. I think Kamara is going to be the difference on Monday night. Two splits this week, guys. Hey, Steve, I think they're going to shut him down too, man. Knock if you're with me. You trying to be Gruden there? That was my Gruden impersonation. Was it bad? You can't impersonate Gruden anymore. Vito, will you make any roster changes based on uh, Thursday Night Football? I make any roster changes based on Thursday Night Football? Yep. So now that uh, Beckham's game is, you know, nearing an end and he's only put up four points, or would you make any changes now thinking that you need to play – a higher ceiling player or no? Uh, potentially, yeah. I haven't shut that out yet. Pete, is that player on your team or is it a free agent? Might be on another team. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> they didn't reply to your text, Steve, remember? No, three guys haven't. That's right. That's right. Good try, though, Steve. Good, try. Good effort, buddy. All right, last game of the week. Connecticut Basement Systems is sponsoring this one. We got Lloyd. We got Spates. Everyone's excited about this. Thankfully enough, guys, this game this week sponsored by Ladders. Tallest game of the week. Two guys who outhide everybody else in the league. Spates, Lloyd, tall guy ball. Pete, what do you got? So these two teams have only played each other five times in the last five years. That's once a year. Wow. That's crazy. So that's about as low, that's as low as we can get. We can't get any lower than that. So it, it's insane though. I, I, I think that's the, that's the first time I've seen two teams that only played each other five times. So Spates has not had a, uh, an easy road, I guess. He's never played uh, um, Ross or Lloyd more than once. Um, and that trend will continue this year. So, um, but anyway, CJ's four and one during that time. So another team that's really worked uh, Ross over. Um, CJ's wins have been by 27 points. That's about average with, uh, how people have been beating this team. Lloyd's one win or Ross's one win was by six points. That was week nine of 2020. So, um, this team did win the last one. We've talked about how Lloyd has had a tough schedule. Four of the top 10 scores have gone against his team. That's really, really sad. Uh, Spates has averaged 122 in the first three weeks. He's averaged 172 in the last three weeks. So, He's up an average of 50 points per game over the last three weeks. Spates is up an average of 50 points per game in the last three weeks. That's a ton of points. Um, He's one of the hottest teams in the league. 
although I'm too lazy to verify that stat. So I will pick CJ, and he is my lock of the week. <laughs> so I really hope – I really hope Lloyd's not done making moves this week. Yeah. We talked about – I, I love... hope he's not crashing. He's, got, he's had a tough schedule, and I don't know. There's moves to be made, Lloyd. Well, I love the Heineke start last week. At home, Kansas City's defense is bad. Dude, don't play Heineke going into Green Bay, man. Like, it's not – oh, well. Check your roster. You better Check your roster, Lloyd. I, there's multiple free agent quarterbacks you'd rather play this week. Do that. And don't have all these rookies. So, I don't, do that. I don't mind Lloyd's matchups this week, though, Pete. I got to say, he's got a couple guys. I love the Bateman play. Like, I just think it's like a weird thing with Baltimore wanting to get him going. For some reason, I think he has a good game. Um, his team's not good enough, dude. I'll, lock of the week as well. I'll take Spates. Spates' team's on the rise. He's the 12-year-old moving on to 13-year-olds. Post-pubescent Spates is – he's climbing the ladder. What can I say? And I think he has a pretty good week. If I didn't think I was going to have a really good week, I would potentially put him back in for my boom of the week. Um, I love the Rogers play this week. I think they have a nice game. I'll take Spates. He's my lock of the week, too. Case, what do you think? Yeah, I'm just going to send something out to Lloyd here, okay? When we, when we brought you into this league, we didn't want Ross 2.0, okay? So will you do something, all right? We already had another guy that just sat on his roster and didn't do anything. Like, I actually offered him a legit one-for-one -one trade where it gave him a young guy who had a chance maybe to do something versus an old guy who I just needed for one week. Wait, what's the trade? Tell us. Don't do that. What's the trade? I offered him Elijah Moore for A.J. Green because he's not even playing him. He's not even playing him. And at least the other guy's a rookie who, if he hits it off in the Case. back half of the season, you know? Case. That's a good offer. A fair, fair offer. Something, you know? Just something. You're not playing him. You That's know? a fair offer. Pete, you don't like that offer? It's a fair offer. He's not and the other, thing, the other thing I'll say to Lloyd is, like, you're carrying three quarterbacks, all right? Two of them don't score any points. Heineken might have some boom potential, but they don't score any points. So well, you, can't, well, you also can't play. You can't play them. No, but trade trade at least both of them in and get somebody that at least has a chance to score points for you if you're if you're still in this league. Because yeah, he's sitting he went, on two quarterbacks and he's and then he can't play either of them, so he has to get somebody to play. You know, so. not only can he not play them, he won't keep them. They're useless quarterbacks. Correct. And the guy was like engaged in the league, talking all the time, had some presence. I know he was on a podcast at one point. I I haven't really heard from him much since. You know, other than just say no to my trade. So boy, come on in, man. I know it's hard. I know you're getting your butt kicked, but come on, give it, give it a shot, buddy. Come on. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking spares. I also didn't want to talk about his team. I I'm taking spares as my boom and my lock. Um, Spates spares. DeVito, are you going to break the trend and pick Lloyd? No. Okay, cool. Any insights? <laughs> Case and I are in a lot of agreement tonight. Uh, Spates is spares. Sorry, not Spates spares is my uh, lock and uh, boom of the week. It's, it's, it's way too much for, for Lloyd to overcome. This is, this is getting very formal, very friendly. I think I'm very concerned now that we're, we're keeping track of picks. I'm like trying to button it up. I'm, I'm very worried that they're going to start tracking how bad I am with this. Even though I know, I'm like, I'm very <laughs> scared of all this. The live look into week seven, me, DeVito, and DeLuca all have the same picks. Coelho the only one that has something different. So we'll see how we can all gain ground on Mike or. No, DeVito and I are together on a couple of. No, we have, the three of us have five exact same picks. No, you don't. Yes, we do. I'm no, you don't. DeVito's, right with, DeVito's with me with him and Darren. 
Okay, so we have one difference. So Pete and I are are so you're right. You're right. Um, I'll gain some. But we will start. We will start counting the booms and the locks and the upsets. So we'll see if that uh changes. No, we gonna get, are we going to get bonus points for getting the booms and the locks? I'm a little surprised no. you guys both picked Spates to boom. I think Pete and I both have more points than Spates this week. Again, I, I don't want to talk about his team. <laughs> I like him. I like him this week. Yeah, DeVito, but the, you, last week you talked about how he has all these guys who are a, a mirage. You can't trust Fournette. And then you're like, boom of the week. I'd rather have my roster, DeLuca's roster this week. But, I don't know. I, Something I might be because he's playing Lloyd, and Lloyd only gets boomed against. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Just looking for this pattern. The trend continues. You're going to put up your season high. I don't think Spates is beating me this week. Bears? No, Spates. Spates, you, he, Spates has I mean, the liking. I've, I, he's, I've written Spates to the top point in the league. Mike, let me ask you a question about Spares' team. Yeah. I know Case doesn't want to talk about it, so I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Do you see Aaron Rodgers potentially going off against Washington? Not sure. Yes. Yeah. The Patriots can't – they can't stop anybody. Could you see Corey Davis having a day against the Patriots? Uh, could you Corey Davis – well, um, so, no, I don't think he – didn't he have, like, three points last time they played? Oh, they're coming off a bye. So, all I'm saying is do you th- – all right. Let me rephrase it. When you ask a question of like, could one boom? Sure. But no, I think Corey Davis is going to boom. Last time they played him, I think he scored three points last time they played him. What about Hubbard against the Giants? Uh, I don't love Hubbard against the Giants this week. I don't think that's a very high scoring game. But yeah, I think Hubbard, if Booker plays, I think Hubbard and Booker will be similar, like 15 points. Are we going to do this for every guy? Yeah, he can keep going. He can keep going. No, I, all I'm saying is, if you look at if you look at what he has compared to other guys this week because of buys and injuries, he has a little bit more of a of consistency with a chance for guys to go off than other teams do. That's that's my point. Right. I disagree with you, but okay. Shocking. I don't agree with you. You didn't do that to my team. It's like could if Rogers goes crazy, Devonta's going to go crazy. Could Kyler go crazy? Could Lamar go crazy? Like I'm sure if you if you go person by person on any see- roster. You could do this. I will but say I this. Think, I think Spares has a, has a better chance with his full roster than others do. That's all. I will say this. It's a little bit harder to pick our boom with buys. Yeah. Because, because there's so many more volatile players in the mix. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, I will hey, welcome say, to 20 minutes ago, Casey. I just said that. Do you know who doesn't Thank have you, a Pete. lot of buys though this week and didn't get much love? It's Pete DeLuca. You don't have any buys this week, Pete. It's called bench depth. There it is. All right, guys. There we go. Week seven's coming up. Here's what we got. We got a sweep. We all have – we're all picking Case over in us. We got a sweep. We're all picking Spares over Lloyd. We've got three to one. You three all have DeVita. I have Breen, my pick. And we have two – two twos. This is fun. We haven't had this happen yet. We got me and Pete <laughs> picking me against Pete. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have me and Steve picking Christian against Steve. <laughs> Whatever. Mike, uh, I have a question. Do you do you still have all those things written down, or you just write them down as we go? We can't see. So just this week's right. My kids do. I'm on my I'm on my daughter's desk, and so she has like <laughs> writing, and I just wrote it down. 
I, have I, no only, idea I only ask because I spent several hours no. listening to every podcast to listen to all the picks. So no, I it just goes like this. Hold on. It just looks like this. This is all I have. I like it. <laughs> but then it gets thrown away. I'm sitting at my kid's like desk when they do schoolwork. And so they someone drew one of my kids made like a cell phone. And I just folded it and written it. I don't know. I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw it away when I go upstairs. No, I'm not gonna keep it. All right, Case. Last thoughts from you for week seven. No, like you said it early in the week, man. Like a lot of stuff can happen these next couple weeks with all these buys. You know, I'm glad I'm getting the majority of mine out of the way this week. I'm glad I'm matched up with the guys doing the same. Uh, I'm interested to see how this thing plays out because I do think that there are a couple teams in that. You know, Pete two and four, Devito two and four. Uh, Davida's still at one and five. Like, I still think that in, in last year, for example, like there's still a chance to get into the playoffs, even if you're at that spot right now, because the one thing that I think our point system does, that's awesome. Is that I think it closes the gap between a lot of teams and with some of those kind of bonus points, like you can make up some serious ground real quick. So it, it's going to be an awesome sort of, I guess, uh, middle part of our season here and what happens over the next three or four weeks, but um, I'm excited, baby. Hot rod in it. Good insights, Kate. Stavito, last thoughts from you before week seven? I think the next two weeks are going to see separation. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. These next two weeks are going to be huge. And like Kate said, for, for teams like myself and Pete at two and four, and can Christian or Andy make a run here from one and five? Uh, you know, dropping a one and six, getting down to that six loss range is going to be almost impossible to come back from. So it's going to be really, really important here as the buys and injuries start to pile up. Can teams survive and find a way to hang around and then get healthy? And is the cream going to continue to rise? Will Case continue his run? Is Kevin going to keep going at five and one? And Mike, are you going to keep on your pace as well? So we'll see how this ends up. Great question. Pete. Dun, dun, dun. I think week seven is interesting. I'm really excited about the, about Casey against Dennis. I'm, uh, I don't want to be, I don't want that to overshadow Mike against me. I think that's an important game also for the entire league going forward. You know, next week, if you look at it, I have Davida, uh, Breen has Ennis, uh, Casey has uh, Spates. So there's a couple of teams there that can have some separation going forward. So big matchups this week, they're starting to really become must wins because uh, they're not going to get any easier going forward. So. I agree with you. All right, Case, you made the you made the playoffs last year. Do you remember what your record was going into week seven? I don't remember what was going to week seven. Um, but I think there there's a bunch of us like at like seven and six last year, so it came down to points. If I remember for like the last last two spots. You God. were two and two and four going into week seven. There you go. You then won week seven and you lost week eight. You were three and five. And then you ripped off five straight wins, which got you in playoffs. Two and four team last year in week seven. We have an extra week this year because the NFL changed their schedule. So when we say everybody's in it, we mean everybody's in it. Except Lloyd. Except Lloyd. All right, that's it. We've entered Milford. We are entering Milford. We are now exiting Milford. My name is Mike. This is Pete. This is Steve. This is Brian. Good luck week seven, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, boys.